Hello, party people. Hey, <laughs> You are listening or watching uh, Conversations with the Reinhardts. We're the Reinhardts. That's Reese. Yeah. And that's Ash. Thank you. <laughs> and we're here and we're going to have a conversation. Apparently while our dogs play with each other too. Yeah. We brought them on the show to add some quality content. They're doing their best. They don't um, speak very good English. They're working on it. But they are really passionate <laughs> about what they do talk about in their own <laughs> language. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well. How have you been this week? Well, I'll be honest. I posted about yeah. it on Instagram. Um, not amazing. Uh, you know, I've been. Really sad to hear. I mean, you know kind of pmsing this week it is what it is fair enough um and so you know i talked about last week like i'm really spiritual and so this week i've kind of just lost that it's been like a while since we've really meditated or since i meditated at least and we sat down and did that today this morning which was really good um but within like doing yoga practice this week it's just been like a little reminder you know, just <laughs> these hard things happen. These trials and tribulations happen because they are a lesson. They're an opportunity to learn something about myself and about the world as a whole and an opportunity to show others compassion and therefore show myself compassion and then, you know, grow as a human being and become a better human being for that. And, you know, that lesson is really hard for me to remember in the midst of it. So I think probably hard for everyone. <laughs> I don't know. If you're struggling with that, just know that I am also struggling with that. Uh, this morning I was on my way to work and I was taking a right hand turn on red. And so I was kind of just like slowly easing into it, just being like, oh, let me just check. And someone behind me honked as soon as I stopped. <laughs> and then I kind of looked in my mirror and they're kind of like flashing their hands. And then I was like, okay, so they're just in a hurry. All right. So I crept forward to look to make sure that no one was coming. And this person honked at me again. It was just they were in a rush. Super aggressive. And I was really upset about it for a while. And you know, you said basically, you know, they have their whole, they have a whole different life. They have a yeah. whole slew of things going on. And I just sat there and I was like, look, if I have to, you know, be responsible for my lateness, my tardiness, then so do you. Yeah. Uh, you know, not to be like I was taking my time or anything like that, but it was a red light. Basically, if they're in a rush because they're late or they're just in a rush, it's kind of their problem. Not True. really, not really. <laughs> Is that kind of the... Right, but then looking at it from someone who's just super removed from the situation, you know, because it's been a whole day, you know. That was at 7.20, 7.15 this morning, a.m., and now early, it's yeah. 8 p.m., 8.15, 8, it's 8.18, according to the clock. Yeah. Uh, 
You know, it's, it's super easy to be like, you know what, that person is probably struggling in their own life. That person is dealing with their own, like you said, their own slew of problems. You know, who am I? Yeah. Have I been there? Have I been angry? Have I been frustrated? You know, and then just one little thing after another little thing just sets me off first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always hard to wake up to like just stuff that can get you upset. But yeah, everyone's got their own story and their own who knows what's going on, you know. So, yeah. So just to that being your... uh, you're all right, but you're not great. I mean, I'm I'm doing a lot better. I've talked on the show about how, at least I think I've talked on the show a little bit about how I have anxiety. So, you know, some sometimes are better than others. Yeah. Right now, I feel okay. This week, it's been pretty hard, but I'm looking forward to the fact that, you know, we're basically more than halfway through mercury's retrograde summer solstice is this sunday it's almost father's day sunday is also father's day i'm pretty sure and then you know it's summer it's freaking summer so it's you know for me at least it's um it's my favorite time of this of the year now until about uh thanksgiving time is my favorite time of the year so it's only up yeah fair enough i feel like i'm breathing hard i'm like (sighs) i'm getting worked up i guess i don't know holding my breath probably i'm like ah ah well anyway just breathe loudly into the mic how has your week been what's been going on uh more of the same really just kind of work running Climbed Wednesday. That was fun. Supposed to go climb tomorrow and the next day. So that's we're gonna climb sick. together. It's yeah, my first time. First time ever going for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I've see how that goes. Trying not to think about it. I think there's no point thinking about it till we're there. So I think it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Uh, I finished up kind of the first step in my little project for the summer. Um, and I'm so next week I should be moving on to the next step. So that's pretty exciting. Just finished that up today too on like a Friday, which felt pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so pretty good week for me. Honestly, more of the same, not super exciting or nothing. Oh, I ran six miles back to back, which is the furthest I've run on my knee since December, probably when I started having issues. So that was kind of exciting too. So, pretty good week for me. I didn't have to deal with anyone honking at me or nothing. <laughs> Today, I was in the car on the way back from my run with Garrett, and someone honked. And I said, why are they honking at you? And he was like, what makes you think they're honking at me? And I was like, oh, I just I just assume anytime anyone honks that it's for me. <laughs> like, That's it's kind of the principle that I operate under. Uh, Same, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm... As long as they didn't flip you off, it probably wasn't at you. I didn't really look around because after he said that, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe they're honking at something else. Uh, yeah. So anyway, had a pretty good week. It was all right. Good. I'm excited for next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. And the weekend. Pumped for the weekend. It's going to be a good one. Lots of stuff to do. Ow. Yeah. That was super lame. Of That sounded so bad. Yeah. Ow. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's just never do that again. I enjoyed so. it. Thank you. you. Know, I like tried to howl and I would just. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Live your life. I'm that glad you're excited. That was pretty embarrassing. It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So this week we wanted to talk about tattoos. Yes. Um, Why we have them. Why we like them. We both have whatever. a few. How many yeah. do you have? I don't know how many I have. Count how many you have while I count how many I have yeah. because I have to count them. Yeah. Sorry. Just give us a second. He has more than me. So I'm just going to kind of. Are you done? No, I'm not. But okay. you just go and I'll just so keep I have working on this. Five. Um, I'll just go ahead and describe while he's counting what I have. I think I have five anyway. That's like the hard thing is, you know, when you don't have every single tattoo visible at all times, it's easy mm -hmm. to forget mm -hmm. what you have and what you don't have. Or really, it's, you know what you don't have, but what you have is like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, It is really hard to like just keep them all in your head all the time once you get more than like two basically yeah. it's like easy you're i don't know liable to forget i have one on my wrist that i've had it was my first tattoo ever i've had it since i was 19 years old and so many people were like oh my gosh when did you get your wrist tattoo i'm like almost 10 years ago that's good though it looks <laughs> it looks pretty good this is a little yeah, you if guys, you're watching it on yeah, YouTube, I'm flashing it to the camera. I don't know, like you probably can't really see it super well, but no. if you can, you know, it you looks know. it looks pretty solid. I think for a ten year old tattoo, that's like somewhere that sees the light of day pretty normally, like consistently. They did. So the original artist, I haven't had it touched up one time. The original you got artist it when you were 19, you said. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to make sure I was in the middle of counting, so I want to make sure <laughs> I caught everything you said. Yeah, I got it when I was 19, and the original artist put in white ink because I asked them to, and then did it turn yellow? No. Oh well, thankfully. that's good. Yeah. Um. You know, they are like a, a, an artist, so they did like graphite <laughs> and charcoal drawings. They're what you call an artist. I don't well, know if you guys were tracking on what a tattoo artist is, but. I meant like outside, an artist outside of tattooing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they did charcoal and graphite drawings. Okay, I'm sorry then. I like, misunderstood. Legit, legitimately, they would sell their their drawings I they would frame them and they're just like a normal artist use like normal stuff they didn't tattoo people they weren't a tattoo artist they're both oh okay so they did both things i mean i got a tattoo from them so yes <laughs> gotcha yeah I, I mean i think most tattooers also like draw traditionally or paint or whatever that's like how they i just like they did like uh realism so they yeah. would do like gotcha. like this bird if you saw it on the YouTube, is like real. Like I showed them an image, and they did photo like photorealism, you know, in grayscale for me. And they do the same thing. Um, you know, it was this uh, lady and her husband, and they, both of them, were just like, you know, charcoal artists, basically. Yeah, artist. And they would do charcoal drawings, they and then they would frame realism? them. Yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, with the shading and everything, that's, that's kind of what... I know that you can do more with charcoal than just 
pictures of basically real things or like super realistic drawings but like the the shading and everything i know that um i'd say it's like a style it's a genre most people do like a particular style and i would just say that like photorealism is a style it's pretty real yeah realism i mean i don't think that my arm looks identical to a picture but i also have it in just black ink yeah black ink and it's 10 years old so <laughs> you know it's not surprising it's not identical to a picture <laughs> you should have seen the, the little talons when they first got done yeah like they seem really thin now i'm gonna show him them can you see how like they look really thin oh yeah but you can you can see like the highlights and stuff and you can well, see you can, you see, can the see highlights and everything but just like even still like 10 years later yeah, you can see the detail it doesn't necessarily it. look super fuzzy yeah no for i, th- how, I for think how it detailed good. it is i think it yeah. looks good for 10 years old yeah. and i will say it was really cool because the artist was like oh you want to be small because i did i was like oh i just want something yeah. dainty on my wrist she's like okay well we're not going to do it on your actual wrist because that wrinkles too much it's going to be gross and we're going to do it a little bit bigger than you want it. Good of you to listen to her because yeah. some people don't do that, you know. That's the thing about me is I give little to no thought to a tattoo. Tattoos are the thing I think about the least. That's I just go and I get them. I'm just like, heck yeah, let's do it. I trust you. And then they do it and I'm like sick. And um, that relates to almost nothing else in my life. Yeah, what a weird <laughs> thing to just be like willy nilly about, you know. Yeah. Out of all the, considering how you live the rest of your life with all the planning and all that, it's that's funny to me. Yeah, it's I'm kinda... a classic Virgo where I'm just like I need everything to be super planned out, and if things change, like if our plans change, I get super anxious about it. I'm yeah. like, oh, but what? But tattoos. Yeah, whatever. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Hey, live your life, you know. So, basically, I was roommates with someone my freshman year of college, and they said... Wait, so I was going to ask, that was your first tattoo, so what was your second tattoo? Well, let me tell you about this first tattoo first, and then I'll move on. There's more? Okay. I didn't know there was more (laughs) to the first tattoo. (laughs) My roommate, when I was a freshman in college, in the dorms, she had just gotten... Uh, a piercing on her um what a time to get a tattoo i love it rock and roll on her hood what like you mean her vagina uh no not inside on the outside well yeah it goes her clitoral yeah it goes yeah okay it doesn't go through it's well it definitely does go through it's a piercing what do you mean it doesn't go vaginas inside I'm tracking on that. It goes through the top of the vagina. I'm tracking on where they are. It's called a clitoris. Yeah. I just, Clitoral hood. It's I'm not tracking, a vagina. I'm tracking on where it goes, though. It's not just, a vagina, though. You know, sometimes that causes, like, permanent damage to the nerves when people fuck it up. Right. So it's not the actual clitoris. Yeah. It's the hood that covers it. It's well, that flap I, of yeah. skin. I said when people fuck it up. I think that's the problem is sometimes people fuck it up and go through the actual clitoris. All right. Yeah. Just fun fact for you. Cool. Uh, I would never get that because <laughs> I'm too much of a chicken. Yeah. Um, but I, my roommate, same age as me at the time, about one. 18 or 19, she decided she was going to get one. 
You know, she was on her own for the first time. She had her parents were military. So she was like, she graduated. <laughs> so she just raided in the Clintac. No, no, no. I'm just piercing. saying, like, she definitely, like, she just had probably, that freedom. And yeah, like, she yeah, was like, yeah. oh, I'm finally free. You know, yeah, was able to do you. whatever she wanted. And, you know, she was super responsible, like, compared to me. She was super responsible. Uh, but she definitely was like, I'm going to do what I want to. Who's going to tell me no? Yeah, Which I fair. respect, mad respect to her and also the bravery. But she, so she got that piercing and then she was talking to me one day and I was like, oh yeah, I've always wanted like a bird tattoo. And she was like, the lady who did my piercing does tattoos. She does really good work. Let's go, let's go see her. And I was yeah. like, yeah. So we went and I got the tattoo the next day. <laughs> Yeah. I had not thought about it. I literally was just like, oh, I'll just look at a bird tattoo. I looked at it. I was like, like, this is pretty good. Showed her the tat the the picture. It was like a picture of a real bird. She goes, Oh, perfect, cool. Sent her the picture. She found it on her computer or something like that. And I even asked her like then and there. I was like, Are we doing this today? She goes, Oh no, 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 no. You can come back tomorrow. And I said, Sounds good. Sounds it's good. Still pretty quick. I know. I have to Quickest tattoo turnaround other yeah. than just like a homemade tattoo or I whatever. I have to book my tattoo artist like months in advance. It's such a hassle. And so she did some research and she was like, so I did some research on this bird. This is the next day during the tattoo session before we even started. She's like, this is a mountain blue bird. And I was like. Didn't you tell her that? Uh-uh. Oh, you just I just found out. the picture. Oh, you just said I want I just, one that looks. You didn't even have. No, you don't. Even, I you didn't even know what type of bird it was. I just looked up birds on Google until I found something. I was at the tattoo shop. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay. Fair enough. And so I was like, "Here you go." And she was like, "It's a mountain bluebird." And I was and like, "Oh wow, like, cool." And I thought about it, and I was <gasps> like, "Yo, <laughs> that's like." a bird native to the Northwest, which is where I was born and grew up. I was living in Louisiana at the time and I was like feeling super homesick. So it felt like the universe and I were just coming together on this tattoo that I had thought zero about. Like literally zero. Apparently <laughs> I didn't realize that's what you meant, dude. <laughs> I want one like this. Oh, you know Sick. what type that is? No, oh, that's hysterical. So real quick. Your mic thing, you were right. You are louder than I am. Just FYI, you can I lower it. I knew it. I, well, sometimes you're quiet like me, and then sometimes but, you're not. Mm, sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm just. Yeah, you can, sorry to cut you off. I just, I know that there's a lot more to talk about, and I know that it's going to. I'll lower my mic. Yeah. How's that? Is that better ears? Yeah. All for right. everyone listening and watching, we had this conversation before and I was like, you got to adjust your mic because it's going to be too quiet. And then she listened and I was wrong. <laughs> well, and the reason why I was like at all, even a little bit argumentative is because I you am talk louder than me, which is funny because I think that it's also true. You know, it is just, true. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say anything negative about yeah. that. It, I just think it's funny because. I'm usually not the louder person in the conversation. Between us? No, no, no. Between other people. Oh, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. 
I mean, I only ever see you around a few people, but yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And I love you, and I love that, you know, you are as thoughtful and, you know, uh, purposeful with your words as you are. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, <laughs> I just think it's funny because when I talk to other people, especially if it's recorded, I'm usually the quiet one. And then people are like, oh, my God, I'm so loud. And I'm like, I'm the quietest. I feel like I'm that was a pretty, pretty accurate. Quiet. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Between the enough. two of us, I am the loud one. Yeah. Anyway, all anyway. I have to say, I totally interrupted your story. It's fine. The story just... was basically over. So uh, too long, didn't listen. Uh, you know. I um, went to a tattoo shop because my college dorm roommate said that it would be a time. I got a tattoo the next day and the tattoo artist educated me in what the tattoo I was getting was all about. <laughs> and I love literally it. literally didn't think about it. I love all. it. I love that tattoo. So that was my first ever tattoo. I love that spirit of the tattoo of just being like, yeah, I got it. And I had no idea what it was about or nothing. Yeah, people ask me like, "What's that mean?" And like, I eventually like, "Oh, it's my home bird," because it's like the state bird of Idaho, which is where I was born. I just make stuff up when people ask me, "What's that mean?" I'm like, "Do any of your other ones have any great grand (laughs) meaning?" I mean, one does, but it's mostly just because I wanted it. I liked it. I wanted it. Which one? My thigh tat. The thigh tat, which is... It's a Chemex with a magnolia blossom in it. Yeah. Because um, for 10 years... Well, it was more like eight or nine years of my adult life. I lived in Louisiana and uh, worked as a barista. You know, I worked as just like a regular barista, shift lead, a manager. And then I also ran... Um, two different coffee shops at the same time it was the same brand but two different locations did like all of the day-to-day operations did marketing and then you know have since managed and then also worked as a barista since then and um you know lots of coffee work i love coffee so a chemex is a you know manual brewing method it's a pour over well some people might not know so explain it a Chemex was created by a scientist. I am blanking on their name. Dr. Chemex, obviously. <laughs> no, that's not their name. Uh, uh, but Chemex know. is like chemistry, basically. I don't know. It's not really chemistry, but it's like thinking about coffee and the way that it works out. It is chemistry, you know, to a certain extent. And the way that you extract the but coffee, the temperature of the water the amount anyway so the chemex was created just describe what a chemex is and what it looks like so a chemex (laughs) is a bell-shaped vessel a bell-shaped vessel that's that's not what it is it's an hourglass shaped vessel hourglass yeah kind of yeah it's got like a wide mouth at the top and then it narrows Mm -hmm. at the center and then it widens out again and so, basically, the way that it's designed is you can really try your best to mess it up and not make a good cup of coffee. And as long as you keep it to 
you know, use a filter and fill the water to the bubble on the side of the Chemex, you'll make a pretty good cup of coffee, which if you at all are a TV trivia person, you will remember the Friends episode season one when Rachel went to make coffee for the first time for her friends and uh, Chandler and Joey poured it out. Maybe it was Ross and Chandler, but I Chandler think everyone was did. She just couldn't make coffee. It was yeah, like she was really bad. She was yeah. just about to get the coffee shop job at the cafe yeah. as a as a waitress. I think it's like a running joke, right? They make it more than once. Yeah, but that's the first time. So that's an actual Chemex in that shot. And she makes a terrible cup of coffee and everyone pours it out. And so the fun so the reason why the Chemex exists, the reason why it's like done the way it is, is because it makes a very seamless, easy cup of coffee that you could really try to mess up and it should taste good regardless. And the claim to fame for the Chemex is you make it, you let it sit, and if you have to reheat the Chemex that you made, so the coffee you made in the Chemex, it should taste the same as when it was originally made. If you use the double bonded filter and everything. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So it should make a really consistent cup of coffee, even if you kind of mess it up a little bit, and it should taste the same if you reheat it. And if you are a fan of manual brewing, you may already understand and know that Chemex creates um, a lot of different accessories. So they have like a little stand that goes on a burner, like an electric burner for your stove to reheat Mm. it. And then they also have little lids. Hmm. I did not know that. I love coffee. (laughs) So that's the reason behind the Chemex and all the other ones are just... Well, I want a bird like this. (laughs) I think the reason for the Chemex was just to create another type of pour over, but um, like the claim to fame. I meant the reason for the Chemex tattoo because we're talking about Chemex is my favorite kind of pour over. Yeah. uh, Because it is so consistent. I like to go to coffee shops and if they have a Chemex on. You you always get one. Yeah. I think it's funny because we have one, but you do. You go get pour over chemex made by someone else is the what's well, it's different beans you know yeah. it's their own beans and it's their method and like i don't take the time at this point in my life to weigh out the beans and Hazel. water anymore Hazel, i just kind of make what i want to make so i grind the grinds i don't like time the pour and yeah. it still creates a good cup of coffee like no one's complaining, River. you know. Hazel. It's just that when you get it from a coffee oh. shop, it's just it's different. It is different. Yeah, as well. I think it's a big part of that is having someone else make it. Yeah, it always tastes better when someone else makes it. Yeah. So, so that's anyway, the only, that's the first tattoo and the only tattoo with a reason. Those are the. Yeah, and then the Chemex them. has on my thigh, which is on my left thigh. It and that's your has favorite, a magnolia right? tr- blossom, not tree. Because I got it for the time that I was in the South. Because when I was in the South, I worked in coffee exclusively. And that's where the magnolia blossom comes from, I'm assuming? Yes. I don't know. Magnolia trees are native to the South. So So that's your favorite one, too? The thigh tattoo? I don't know if it's my favorite, but it definitely has meaning. Yeah, it's the only one with like It's the one with meaning. Yeah. Fair enough. 
okay, you talk about yours. Talk about your first one, the ones with meaning. Let's go. Let's hear them. Uh, none of mine really have any meaning at all. But, but I you can have just, a reason why you got them. Well, I can, I just, people always ask. If you have a tattoo, you probably know this. Or if you know people with tattoos, people always are like, oh, what's what? the meaning behind yeah, that? Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, why'd you get that? That's a bit, people just, especially people without tattoos, they're like, just why? Why? And I think that's why Noob? they ask. That's yeah. why. They want to understand. Screw you, that's why. Because I, I like, wanted it. Because I like tattoos is really why. <laughs> like, but uh, I think to ask that or to answer that, they're like, oh, what's the meaning behind that? And I think also a lot of people do have like a lot of thoughtful meanings behind their tattoos, like yours with the South. Or people will get like their kids' names, or they'll get like a dog portrait or whatever. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, and that's you know, I none of mine have any grand meaning, but I've gotten good at like just kind of BSing, making my way through. Uh, making my way downtown. Yeah. So. Uh, the first tattoo I ever got doesn't have any meaning, but it was a cool story, I guess. Let's hear it. It's a stick and poke, and it was in my big toe. Was, oh! So it was, uh, I have three little dots and like an upside down triangle on both of my big toes. And your best friend who gave them to no, you. No, no, hang on. Oh, just playing. Interrupter. <laughs> They, uh, one friend gave me one toe, a stick and poke, and one friend gave me another toe, stick and poke. Um, the second one. Oh, that's that, why they're different. Correct. And the second one was, he's been my best friend for, I don't even know how long, like over 10 years probably. And that's the person who also has the toe tattoo. Yeah. So, and I gave him, I also gave him, uh, toe tattoos that match mine. And then. Um, <laughs> So that was my very first tattoo. He also gave me a stick and poke on my ankle of a little sailboat, mm-hmm. uh, which I got in the same night, I think. Um, yeah. And that, it doesn't really have any meaning, but I was just getting into the Navy. It was like maybe my first time home or my second time home. Uh, and these were my first tattoos, and I had wanted tattoos since I was like 16. And I was like 20 at that point. And... The sailboat was kind of like, oh, Navy, boats, meh. And also, I just like it. It's just like a very simple, like a, what a two-year-old would draw, a line drawing of a sailboat. And it's real small, and it's a stick and poke on the side of my ankle. Um, yeah, other than that, I guess if I had to give some sort of meaning for some of them, uh, I have, it's probably, you, no one can probably make that out. It's, it gets a lot of sun. <laughs> it's like an old school record player. Uh, I forget kind of what they're called. Son or something. The my, the name escapes me, but it's an old school record player with like the big horn and it's got a rose. And that was kind of for music. I've drummed for a long time. I've drummed since I was pretty young. My grandma played the piano. And I remember like for a birthday or something, she gave me this card that was like, just never stop basically playing music. And she, I don't know. That was like a big thing that I remember about her pushing was just like, just keep doing. She used to talk about my uncle, like, oh, he used to drum and he like still drums like on his steering wheel and stuff. And like, she's like, it'll never leave you. You'll have it forever, basically. 
Um, she gave us this tapestry behind us. Well, she didn't give it to she us, didn't but give it to um, us. she had already passed away. We inherited it. Um, anyway, we got it. That's one. It was hers. I have uh, the owl and a moth on the kind of the inside of my arm. One's in like my elbow ditch. Mm-hmm. The moth has a skull, and the owl has a uh, hourglass. Yeah, you you had just said that word, and I couldn't remember it. Like as with an hourglass. Sand. Yeah. Um, and then there's the globe. Yeah. Well, and these are oh, so sorry. these are from like Memento Mori, which is just like remember you're gonna die. It's like an old Latin phrase or Roman phrase or something like that. It means like oh remember you'll die. And I believe the story is Roman generals when they returned from battle victorious, uh, so that they wouldn't get a large ego, they would have someone follow them when they rode in on their ah, when they rode in on their chariot to like get praised basically and to like celebrate their victory. There'd sure. be someone behind them like whispering like memento mori, memento mori, and it just means remember you are gonna die. And it's just mm. so that's kind of what that you know everyone dies, something that's important <laughs> to Stay keep humble. in mind. Yeah. Hey, ladies. This is a. It's uh. It's not a mace. It's a. I forget the name of it. Morning star. So it's like a a handle with a chain with like a mace on the end. Uh, it was supposed to be Sauron's hand from Lord of the Rings holding his like mace thing from the movies. <laughs> Yeah, and my tattoo artist right. my tattoo artist was like yeah i could do that for sure and then he's like so actually the placement of that because i already had these other tattoos so i had to fit and he's like the placement's kind of small and he's like i don't think i'll be able to make it work and then i just showed up and he had drawn this and i was like whatever that's sick uh he's he did this one this one he's done like a few of the pieces um and he always does really good work and most like, of the tattoos that Reese has paid for have come from him. The other tattoos have been from him. single artists. I don't think you've had repeats from any artist except for him. Yeah, he is the only person I've been back to, and I'll like go out of my way to schedule with. I yeah. wouldn't. I don't think most of my tattoos that I've paid for are from him, but he's done a few of them. I I just meant like no other person on your like that you've paid for. Yeah, he's the only person I've ever gone back to, mm-hmm. and he's uh. I'm going to actually, I'll just, his name is Nate Leslie and he works in Seattle and yeah. at super genius tattoo. And he's an amazing artist. He's done amazing work on a lot of people. He's in the Mopop, like the museum of pop culture in Seattle. He's really good. So he's done yeah. like, so uh, he's, he's like an amazing artist. He's I done cover ups on like yeah. black work. So, yeah. So he's the only guy that I will actually like return to so far that I've met um, yeah. that I've like gone out of my way to like see and get a tattoo from. He um, is, you know, super slow, super talented. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it well, takes I a long some, time to do really good work. I that's, guess. I think that that's like the, the real, the real right there. Cause I have most of my tattoos are really fast. Yeah. No, mine are long, long arduous projects and they look like it they're like works of art uh yeah so i've got those those are kind of the forearm i've got this was the first tattoo i ever actually paid for i got in okinawa which i keep the one on the inside of your arm yeah which is just it's like an anatomical heart but kind of like neo trad style i guess and it's got this like uh bright turquoisey mint yeah it's like a very vibrant coloring um so i got that in okinawa mm-hmm. God, son of a basket weaver <laughs> first one i ever paid for i got 
this is just a globe for like, oh, I had traveled a fair amount by the time I got it. Kind of to remind myself of it's a big world out there. We're just living a small part of it, I guess. That's nice. This is like a neo-trad gypsy head girl. I don't know. Um, with like a skull head thing and the, the jaws, like the necklace. Mm. And I kind of got that because one, it's just like a cool traditional subject. You wanted to have a girl on your arm. And yeah, it's the whole joke is like, oh, so I always have a girl on my side. Makes me feel better that you hit yours because I hit mine like three times. Uh, Oops. And then I also have this, uh, you can't see it probably. It's a uh, needle. It's like an old school hypodermic needle by that Mm -hmm. same guy, Nate Leslie. Um, And it's got like a red, just like a red fluid in it. Kind of also squirting out. I forget about this one a lot because I never see it. But that's like the most recent one. Yeah, it's also like one of my favorites. I really like it. Um, I just never. It looks really good. It's yeah, crisp. I just never see it. And then I've got a few more like on my legs, on my abdomen and stuff, but I don't want to, we don't have to do a long explanation of all of them, I guess. Well, I'll go ahead and talk about mine some more, I guess, um, just to kind of say what else I've got. And then you can kind of just like quickly summarize yeah, what feel, you've got. I feel like I explained like all of mine and I kind of cut you short now, I guess. No, you just did your arm, Um, uh, you know. So those are the two... Well, can Big I ones. can I ask you this huh. real quick? Yeah. Um, how do you go about picking your artist? Because we kind of talked about I've got one guy that I've gone to a few times, and then I've got just other people I go to once. Oh, pick an artist. You literally don't even nothing. No. You literally put like zero thought into them. I love <laughs> it, dude. That's such a good way to get a tattoo. I think. I'm, I'm just I, those like are my favorites. You know, I feel like this is a pretty good idea, and then I go <laughs> and do it. <laughs> this is a pretty good idea. I thought it up two minutes ago, and I think it's gonna be kick ass. <laughs> you know, if I think about it longer than that, it doesn't seem like such a good idea. So I yeah, got my yeah. Chemex tattoo because a friend of mine at the time was like, "I want to get a tattoo," and I was like, "I want to get a tattoo," and then literally she pulled up to the tattoo studio and was like let's go do this and i was like heck yes i like your gimmicks <laughs> one i love thigh tattoos I think yeah me too i think it's really cute during the summer so how do you pick yours how do i pick my artist yeah well the way i found this dude that i the only guy i've ever gone back to i'll just talk about him because the other ones are kind of they're like flash tattoos or i was at a convention and i just like went to Someone that did the style I wanted that was available. Um, yeah. The way I found this guy that I go back to was I went to the Seattle Tattoo Convention and they had listed all their artists. And I literally looked through every single artist portfolio. Yeah. And I said, that's the one I want. I said. Oh, Leslie. That's him. Well, his name's Nate. His last name is Leslie, I think. Oh, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whatever anyway i lit i literally looked through i don't know how many artists were there but that are bert but probably <laughs> over a hundred like a hundred and fifty yeah i honestly don't know but i'm sure it was a lot of stuff to look through because it took me a long time for sure and i found like like a top five or like a top three of like oh that's the style i like that's kind of like most what i want or whatever and then i just kept kind of narrowing it down and i like emailed everyone i think and then I got a hold of Leslie or Nate. See, now you got me messed up. You you know, military guy, you call everyone by their last no, name. Only the people I know from the military. Well you whatever. <laughs> people in real life call people by their last name. Anyway, 
I had e I had emailed or messaged like the top five or three that I had picked out, and then he messaged me back. I think the soonest maybe, and he was just available, and he was also local to the area that I lived in. Um, he was up in Seattle, I was in Bremerton. Um, so yeah, it all kind of came together, and then he did this this uh, one on the front of my forearm. It was the first one I ever got from him, and it was amazing. It still looks amazing. It's probably hard to see like on the camera right now because mm. um, I get a lot of sun, especially my forearms. I'm not the best about like sunscreen and moisturizing. Like my aftercare of tattoos is like not the greatest, but it well, still looks amazing. And when he first did it, I was like blown away. I was like, holy fucking Christ. I was like, this is amazing. This is like the best artwork I've ever seen, basically, like tattoo wise. It looks really good still. Yeah, it's just it. It's like harder to see with the if arm. If you hair shaved, yeah. If you yeah, shaved your like, yeah. arm, it if, would look like like shaved poppin'. and threw some lotion on. It would yeah. look amazing. It look poppin', um, for sure. So anyway, that's how I found him, and yeah. he's like the only guy I've ever gone back to. Um, I did look up tattoo artists in Portland just to kind of like, I don't know, mm -hmm. look into it because we live in Oregon now. Yeah. Um, and the way I heard about that was through. There's this thing called Reform Oregon Tattooing. In Oregon, you have to go to tattoo school to be a tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. It's not like that in a lot of places. A lot of places, you just do an apprenticeship. There's an organization that formed that's trying to reform the fact that you have to go to tattoo school here because they don't like it. Well, I think that the main negative is, you know, you learn about tattoos themselves, but, like, you don't learn, like, about the art of a tattoo or the best methods to like give I one mean, i think it's more like you learn how to not i'm not gonna speak on it because i am not a tattoo artist nor have i been mm -hmm. to tattoo school um i was just saying like i think that oregon has you do a tattoo school because they're concerned about the it's like a healthy safety medical yeah, reasons yeah. of it it's not necessarily like oh yeah this is like the art of a tattoo like this is how you give one it's well like in other states you have mm -hmm. to get like certifications for stuff for like bloodborne pathogens and all that it's and kind it, of like becoming a nail tech and like going to school to do nails here it's it like, is yeah in other places though tattooing is not like that that's what i'm saying is like going to get a tattoo like a license to tattoo yeah. like going to tattoo school is like doing yeah, like a nail tech fair. degree that's a that seems like a fair comparison because it is know. like it is a part of your body and it's still like a medical like they're cutting into you or they're like you yeah know, whatever surgical procedure. but it's like <laughs> you can still do someone's nails and you can still give a tattoo without going to school for it you know it's just like proper like sanitizing and stuff like that and i know it's completely different but yeah, you know again, this is just in oregon this is not a thing other places that's why these people were well upset. hang on i know i was just relating it to it doesn't matter gotcha <laughs> i was just relating it gotcha it's fine well it's just normally that's not how it goes and these people this is how i, I found yeah. how i found like the good tattoo artists that i think are good in portland was they were in this group that like formed as a like that's trying to abolish their tattoo school system because they like really care about the tradition of tattooing and they you know like some lady did a podcast and then mentioned another lady in it that's like the owner of a shop so her shop's really good she knows other shops or she's worked at other shops their shops are really good that's kind of how i found people here i've never been to anyone here though i've just looked at their art um 
I would say you were making a fair comparison. It's like a nail tech pain or whatever. And I think that's like you're saying, it's like a surgical thing. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I just, I was just going to relate it to like food service. Like in Oregon, you have to take like a certification, which takes you 15 minutes to do, but it's like, I could make someone so much sicker with the amount of knowledge that is not required to know <laughs> yeah yeah for serving food than someone who does tattoos because it's just like you know obviously like use a sterile like brand new or sterile needle yeah. use you know like fresh ink use a sterile work environment for like a nail tech it's like use a fresh nail file yeah like, you know, use an insert or clean the tub that you're putting, like, someone's feet in so that you don't, like, contaminate it, you Give know. Them some gross foot fungus or something. You've got to, like, contain the situation. But it's like, you know, I've worked as <laughs> a manager in food, establish- food establishments where people didn't realize that if you cut yourself, you're supposed to throw all the veg away. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, blood-borne pathogens yeah, in yeah. your system. So, you know, it's really important. But at the same time, it's like, you know, people who take the exam to be able to serve food, uh, you know, they don't realize that. Kind of to even extend even more on that and the tattoo comparison. That's why these people don't like tattoo schools is because they teach, they teach, you know, like you're saying, like sanitation and stuff. But it's yeah. just compared to like an old school two-year apprenticeship where you get like hazed and you get taught like this is where placement is and this is like how design works and this is you have to like copy other people's tattoos and stuff. I don't think that you stuff. necessarily get hazed, do you? Oh no, Like you 100%. have to do like the grunt no. work, but it's not like an actual hazing. No, you, you get, get like hazed. embarrassed and like No, that's tortured. exactly what happens. You show up late and they'll write late in stencil, like the stencil material that you can't wash off. They'll write that on your forehead if you show up late, stuff like that, yeah. No, 100%. I think I don't say hazing in like a hardcore, like illegal type of way. I just mean it in like a fun, like you got to earn your stripes, man. You got to, we all did it. You have to do it. 100% like old school apprenticeship. Being a good employee as an apprentice is like different than being hazed. Well, I mean, people take like shots of that stuff and like it's, it's definitely. I'm just saying, like, I just think of like, you know frat or sorority hazing where like you had to like do like unmentionable things to be able to well get i a think part it, of yeah i think it's like that to a lesser degree probably. or like what you had to do in the military yeah no 100 percent. i would compare it to that and i would mm-hmm. that's why i would call it hazing okay because it because like the whole thing is like we all did it you, you were have like to do it it's to join fun the club. and i'm sitting here i'm like i don't know some guy from your platoon got like rabdo so like i don't think that's fun he uh he wasn't at our he was like at a or no sorry he wasn't our he wasn't in our platoon he just he got was. rabdo doing the exact same thing as no, us which was well, hazing there was a guy at school that got not rabdo he got something else but it's no, I'm not saying it's fun. Like I don't think being a tattoo. You literally apprentice, just said like it's in a fun way. Well, about the yeah, either it's fun or it's not fun. Either it's hazing or it's not hazing. Hazing's not fun. Well, it's fun for the people doing it. Well, <laughs> that's psychotic. Well, I don't know. I don't think it is fun. I think they're just trying to teach a lesson, like in most cases. But it's just kind of like it's the way that they were. Ta- I think hazing's wrong. Well, and that's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I definitely think it's something that happens in an old school type apprenticeship. And I also think these, I think you get a taught, taught a lot of things in a full, 
Like this, the tattoo school here is like six months and an apprenticeship can last like two years or longer. You know, you're like, you can't like get licensed until like the people you work with are like, yeah, you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? It's like very much like an old boys type of club situation, I think. And here it's not, you know, I'm not arguing with you. I think that, it, you know, like doing nail tech. Well, no. And that's, stuff. I, that's like why those people are upset is because like you get taught the sanitation stuff, but you don't have to like go through all the same trials and tribulations and all that. And I think that's why they're like, yeah. this isn't what it's like, <laughs> you know, you can go in to do like hair and makeup and nails yeah. and learn like the proper way to sanitize. But that doesn't mean that you're going to do that for one. And for two, that doesn't mean that you actually know about, like, hair, skin, or nails. It doesn't make you, like, a Mm high-quality nail person just doing that, you know? Yeah. It's, like, not enough. For instance, I haven't done any kind of classes by any means, but I have done my own acrylic nails. And it's hard. It's, like, hella hard. And I've learned so much just by doing it myself to where, like, I would be afraid of messing someone else's nails up. And yeah. like, I think that's healthy, but it's like at the same time, like, I don't know if I went to school to learn how to do nails, like would I feel differently before yeah. having this experience? Like maybe I think that doing it on myself and realizing how it feels and like realizing, cause I'm experiencing grow out and like, I, you know, as like a first timer who's like been doing my nails for a little bit, I filed them too thin. You know, I'll go ahead and I'll throw one of our best friends under the bus. He has some, you know, he has some pretty good talent with tattooing. You know, he he has his own tattoo gun. I'm assuming you're talking he, about the same one that gave me the toe tattoos and yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really appreciate him. I I love him, and he he's a great person. I think that his tattoo quality is like really good, considering that he is never went to school. He never went to school. He literally has just learned by doing. Um, I think it's amazing. Whenever I see him, I'm like, "Yo, let's tattoo something on this body," and it's exciting, you know, um, and it's fun and it's a story. He is super heavy-handed. I will say that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's the negative. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll say this. I like hunted a dude down, you know, like a return artist that I've paid a bunch of money to to get like certain tattoos. Yeah. And they're great, and they turn out awesome, and they're like pieces of art. And I've also gotten these like homemade tattoos, and the homemade ones are like some of my favorites. I think. Oh, one hundred percent. Um. What do you think? Uh, I was just talking about the pain level of it. Oh like, yeah, it hurts. You gotta you know, want it. Kind of, kind <laughs> of. Well, and I'm relating it to like the whole nail art thing. Is like I've never been taught how to do anything, yeah, but yeah. now that I've done oh, it on myself, gotcha. it back. Okay. I wouldn't want to do it on someone else because I know that like I could really fuck up their nails. Yeah, you could, like because hurt. I I don't know. Like no yeah. one's taught me like this is the proper way to do it more than just like watching a video. And if that's all school is, is just, like, watching a video, like, yeah, I've got a nail techs who have, like, you know, licensing to do nails, and they've, like, totally burned me, totally made me bleed, totally messed me up. That doesn't mean they're going to do a great job. Yeah, it's like getting a bad haircut, too. Yeah. I've had mostly good experience, but it's, like, that's it, though. It's, like, it's on experience. Just, like, like our good friend, 
great tattoo artist as far as like art goes as far as like technique goes but like the technique of <laughs> i guess not completely yeah technique, but definitely like, not technique he I think like, really will hurt you well you know and he doesn't realize it he doesn't realize no, that he definitely realizes oh, he's, does done he? his, he's done his own tattoos and he's done like a bunch for a bunch <laughs> really? of people yeah he's done his own tattoos yeah, he did a stick and poke that's like this, like it's like bigger than my thigh tattoo, and it's all stick. But and has poke. he done like with his gun? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Damn. Wouldn't you? I don't know. That's some pain tolerance if he's doing it the same kind of way. Well, and really, the I whole point. I feel bad now. The whole point is to like bring it back to um, licensing. Yeah, like the people here that go to tattoo schools. Some of the old school tra- tattoo artists or whatever don't appreciate it and don't like it or whatever well and they have and i'll go ahead and say this for me and our friend is like those people who don't have the licensing who have been doing it forever like they have way more experience way more know-how way more expertise than we do and not not just in tattoos but just anything i'm talking about like people who do like anything we've also spoken way out of our depth about like what tattooers think and what people that do tattoos that aren't i mean that's why i keep on relating it back to like oh yeah nails yeah uh because I've done my nails a total of like six or seven times. Well, and times. really, the, I so. guess I started with how I found artists was I went to the people that yeah. don't like tattoo schools, and then I went to the people they know on Instagram or whatever, and that's how I found like good tattoo artists in Portland. Sure. Basically, you hunt them down, I feel like. Mm. I hunted down Nate. I've hunted down the people here. I'm like, oh, this is, you got to know like what you want, how you want it, stuff like that to get like that's a. interesting. Well, I mean, I, that's just mine. You're like, I don't do any research. I don't even think about that tattoo until I show up. And then I just ask. I feel bad about what I said about her friend now. Well, take it back, I guess. I don't know. No, his tattoos are super painful. I thought that the tattoo on my thigh was going to be the most painful one that I've ever gotten. He's given me one on my hip and What's one on most, my ankle. I guess let's touch on that. Most painful tattoo you've ever my had. My ankle. The one from that him. Most painful yeah. tattoo you ever had in your life. 100 out of all five is that what you said five right yes oh my god it was so painful i had to start deep breathing and meditating because it was just so painful in his defense it is right on your bone so yeah i will also say like i got one on like the fatty fleshy part of my side that one also hurt really bad I talked through my thigh tattoo, which I thought was really painful. I was gritting my teeth, like leaning back in the chair and the tattoo Putting artist. Putting on a show, being a tough guy. The tattoo artist said, you can't sleep in here. Yeah. And I said. Meanwhile, you're like trying to hold back tears. I was so embarrassed though. I was <laughs> so tired. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like holding back tears basically like, okay, well, let's learn about your life because I yeah. need to focus on something right now. Get my mind off this. Yeah. So I What's just started asking him. What's your longest tattoo? kind of to touch on the pain thing. um my wrist that was the longest it took about an hour and a half that took longer was... than your thigh tat yeah for reference her thigh tat's probably like at least twice if not three times the size of but her it's wrist less tat. detail yeah that's fair i guess he did like a little bit of uh whip shading but i like the thigh tat yeah thank you I, mean, it, I like the wrist tattoo. I have one. Well. So the other professional tattoo I have is on the back of my calf, and it's like a floral stem tattoo kind of situation. Cat Wong, right? That was her name. Yeah, she's out of like Kansas or something like that. She yeah, was at the somewhere, Portland somewhere tattoo convention east. a couple yeah. years ago. 
I like I like her stuff. She does like cool. Yeah, uh, her stuff is colorful, work. but yeah. I she printed in black and white for this one, and that's the yeah. flash that I saw, and I was like, oh yeah, this one. Yeah. She was, I meant this to be red, and I said, hmm. either or, you know, black <laughs> I and white. Color. Don't want color, so. Well, and it turned out great too. And yeah, I, think I love that's it. A testament to the design is like, oh, it holds up even without like the color part of it. Yeah. What was the most painful for you, babe? Oh, easily my toes, without a doubt. Yeah, and I was asleep for that, but he said that he was biting on a pillow to survive. Well, if anyone, I don't know, maybe someone out there has gotten their toes tattooed. Same thing as like what she was saying about her ankle. It's like there's nothing there. It is straight up bone. Yeah. And like my toe tattoos, um, same friend did them. Um, which not to say anything about him other than like he the, he also did these uh but he's some of them he's a little heavy-handed well and i would agree i think he's probably a little heavy-handed um i don't but, think he does it like purposefully but some of them are some of them like wrap around the side of my toes it's like not just the top like my middle one it like kind of goes on the side and I, oh my god dude i've never felt pain like that in my life oh my god it hurt so bad uh yeah, so I've gotten a lot of tattoos, and I've sat through some really freaking long ones, too, like some eight-hour crap, you know? And after, I think after, like, four or five hours, like, it starts to hurt different. It is not, like, anyone can go in for a 30-minute tattoo, you know? But, like, as you increase the, the time, I, like, you hit a, for me at least, I hit a point where, like, my body is just, like, basically shutting down because it's, like, starts to go into shock yeah like a little bit going to shock like i'll start to get like the chills start to get like just that kind of gaunt like pale like i just don't feel good man uh so the longest tattoos i've gotten are, have probably been the worst and this forearm one was like i think probably the longest at like seven eight hours with like a couple of breaks i think literally took all day like the other people in the booth because it was at a tattoo convention um the other people from the shop are like, what's up, man? You going to finish that thing today? Like, <laughs> like giving Nate crap. Uh, so it was a painful one. It hurt for sure. But my toes, they were short tattoos. They're just on my toes. And oh my God, dude, they hurt the whole time, like out of 10. Like holding onto a pillow, just biting it, just like, just get through it. And I also think that each tattoo I get seems to hurt more. And I don't know why. I would think I'd get more used to it. But it's like the first time it's like new and exciting. And then you just like start to just know and expect maybe. I don't know what it is. Like I got my thigh tattoo after like a bunch of other work. And my thigh tattoo really hurt me. And a lot of people are like, the thigh is a good spot. It's like fatty and meaty. And no, like, the thigh is right on bone. It is, but it's got like muscle and stuff around it. Um, muscle, so, but not fat. The back yeah, of your fair. thigh has a lot of fat. Either way, it hurt. Um, All I'm saying is. I'll just go ahead and say this. My first tattoo was my wrist. A lot of people get wrist tattoos because it's not very painful. But it Is only... that why they get them or do you think they just Well, like them? when I look at pictures of tattoo pain intensity, it's like lighter colored around the wrist. Have you looked at pictures of that stuff? Yeah, it's on Pinterest. Fair enough. I don't know. I didn't know it existed. Thigh is pretty painful. Groin is like extremely painful. Feet are extremely painful. Oh, yeah, Hands are extremely hurt. painful ribs they say are like pretty painful i've heard ribs and chest are like some mm -hmm. of the worst i don't have those but i want a big chest piece one day and like 
I'm scared a little <laughs> bit, to be honest. But like people told me my ditch, like when I was getting my elbow ditch oh, tattooed, yeah. people like the Terrible. the owner of the shop was like, oh, getting the ditch done, that'll be fun. Yeah. Like that's what he said to me as I was sitting down to get this tattoo. Uh, and the guy that did it, uh, I was asking him if he had done anything fun. And he was like, oh, yeah, the other night, you know, we got like an eight ball and like partied. And I was like, oh, tight. You're just needle deep in my arm right now. So like you can keep that to yourself. <laughs> he got an eight ball tattoo while he was there. That's how it came up. I said, oh, you get any work done like while you've been here? Because it's like over the weekend or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got this little fiery eight ball <laughs> or whatever because we got an eight ball the other night. And I was like, oh, man, I've made some better choices in my life. <laughs> <laughs> than like going to this guy well i will say the guy who did my thigh tattoo talked about how he likes to party and do drugs but like not while of, he works yeah. and like honestly it's like i'm gonna go ahead and say like if you're an artist that does drugs a, a lot of a do. lot like a lot i'm like over here i'm like i don't know what's better if you're sober or if you're high while you're doing it well if you've done if you're doing drugs all the time it's probably better if you're high because See, you probably function like that normally as like a you know really innocent cheek chica you've done drugs though i mean you i know mean what it's like <laughs> like i've smoked weed that's a drug you drank? I did ecstasy one time when I was in high um, school. That's a drug. I mean, but like, sounds like not I high school. Drink. I was I was a freshman in college. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I was 12 years old. <laughs> no, I was like 20. Pop and Molly. 19 or 20. No, I was 19. But like, uh, yeah, that was probably too much information to share. But still, like, some people are just out here just being like, yeah, I, I do crack constantly or I do heroin, and I'm like, that's. That's your choice. I'm not going to try to tell you not to do it uh, unless it's life. like really damaging to you. But like, I don't know. Shit's, ah. not, for, shit's not for me to judge. Dude. No, not me it's either. Not. I will say like for me thinking about it for myself, it makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. But yeah. for any, you know, it's it's just like you said, it's, it's not my choice and it's not my place yeah. to pass judgment on to other people. Um. Well, and I'll say so, this, yeah. I got the tattoo or whatever, and it worked out. And I'll say, it's a beautiful tattoo. I'll say it didn't hurt, and I still like it to this day. I do wish the lines were a little thicker, um, but that's just because the he lines are thicker. Good job. Yeah, the lines are just thicker on like my other tattoos. Um, and I think parts of it have kind of like blown out or whatever, but it's, uh, I think it's a really hard spot to tattoo. The People said it was going to be super painful too, and it. It's got like that thin skin. It bends all the time. Like mm -hmm. it's hard to get a good result. Yeah. And I'm really happy with the way mine came out. Yeah. So, you know, rip eight so. balls if you want. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Uh, yeah, but keep it to yourself and uh. like don't tell the people that you're working for or whatever <laughs> you're working with. Do whatever you want to. I was just telling you, keep it to yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly, I would be better off not hearing about it. Cause like, as like someone, especially if you're like, yatting on me yeah that's and you're kind like of a... yeah i did drugs last night it got so messed up yeah. me i'm just sitting there going it already <laughs> it takes some trust i think to let someone tattoo you yeah trust or either like you just do not care i mean like it's a little bit of column a little bit of column yeah, b for me yeah, i'm just same, kind of like i same, give the I blind trust and so i'm like yeah it's cool it's great and then if they if you say something to me then i'm just kind of like oh Better, better act like I'm cool about this. 
and not just like just this like narky white kid i don't know yeah. like <laughs> well and i think i think the trust thing is kind of big when you're getting a tattoo because yeah. like it's their job they are the tattoo artist not you the person receiving it forever <laughs> yeah like forever. it's like yeah. it's their job let them do their job yeah if they're like oh this would look better here or like this won't fit like this let me change it or whatever like let them do their thing because they know what's up because this is like what they do day in and day out. I only get a tattoo like once a year, once every couple of years or something like that. Yeah. Probably at least once a year. I don't know. But point being, oh, like, last year. I am not a oh, tattoo yeah, last artist. Year, actually. Yeah, last year I got some. Uh, so, speaking, so trust your artist. Speaking of that, we um, we're going to talk a little bit about like our future tattoo plans. Yeah, Mostly yeah, yeah. because we have a honeymoon coming up and yeah. We're in the process of looking for a tattoo artist where we're going on a honeymoon yeah. uh, to give us a lobster claw because yeah. um, we're doing the tattoo thing, dude, because we fucking ride or die. Dude. Love you. <laughs> people it's, say it's bad luck, you know, well, people, people get like each other's names and shit, which is, but gross. I know plenty of people who have each other's names and it's like, they're still together. And so I don't really I don't believe in luck. I believe in yeah. purpose and I believe in good and bad decisions. I mean, my parents and my brother and his wife both have their names. My dad has like a ring finger tattoo and my brother does too because they can't wear rings at work. So, and they both say names and they're both together. So you want to get my name on your ring finger? Absolutely not. I also know a guy that had a ring tattoo that changed it into a skull with like a headband because it didn't work out <laughs> and he's worried it won't work out with me no i'm not worried if you I weren't just... worried you'd get my name no we're getting a tattoo and we already picked it out and it's the lobster claw but you can still have the lobster claw and not have me around. i literally don't have any writing on me i'm not gonna have any words on me i don't like it it's not my vibe you know tattoo wise i don't care it's fine i'm gonna get ash on my throat now just to fucking <laughs> prove a point dude <laughs> ash dude <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. What's that for? Fucking nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, uh, so lobster any claw. Anyway, future tattoo plans. Um, We're getting lobster claws. Little tiny line drawings, right? Yeah, well, not. I don't know. Whatever. Pretty I'd get mine red. I don't. Yes, Hazel, are you crying? Are you upset? She says, I have to potty, dude you guys got the body okay I, I well let's potty. just go ahead and wrap this up so hazel can go potty yeah so future tattoo plans lobster claw you'd get yours in red maybe i, I want a I line know. one i want like a simple line one i like that aesthetic my leg tattoos look like that my arm tattoos not so much but leg tattoos do my heart tattoo has a red uh mm. coloring but that's it I, yeah but anyway so lobster claws that's gonna happen on our honeymoon and then i might this summer get um a luna artemis tattoo with one of my friend. best friends yeah. because the thing that we bonded over when we were children which is when we became friends uh was sailor moon so oh hazel hazel is really oh. upset okay so anyway i'm um, right here <laughs> anyway that's... you have one spot on your arm you want to fill up before you get like Man. filler work done i got so many future tattoo plans <laughs> i won't go into like so much detail with all i want like a bunch 
Um, the big ones that I suck at getting are the friend tattoos. Like you're talking about your Artemis. I got to get the one six nine. Yeah. Thing, which is what I want to get up here. And it's going to be sick, which uh, is like a medical, um, like a hammer. It's a reflex hammer. Reflex. So hammer. like the little triangle hammer they hit you in the knee with that's it's that. And it's like wrapped up in, and it's a really long story that we don't have to get into, but that's what I want on my arm. I've been wanting to get a pinup tattoo since I was like a kid. And by a kid, I, I mean like a teenager, like 17. I don't dig on that, but you know, live your life. That's just like a small one. Yeah. Um, I also am supposed to get a frat tat of like Mikey and Jen, Mikey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, there's this frat and the tat is just like the the rock fingers like you were talking about actually. Oh, yeah, with nails? Yeah, That's and what it's I just, was it, talking well, about. Well, yeah, theirs don't have nails, but it's, it's like just like a simple line nails. drawing of like, yeah, the devil horns, like hand mm-hmm. rock. So I want to get that. And then I want to get like a whole chest piece and I want to get like my right leg done, like super cool and maybe even my right arm a little bit. We'll see what happens. Uh, those are the two that are big on the agenda or the three, I guess, that are big. Like got to figure this out and like get this on lock. Um, so final anyway. thoughts for tattoos. If you're going to get a tattoo. Tips, tricks, advice. Just do it. Honestly, if you think like, I'll want this, just do it. The idea of regretting a tattoo is just... Is that insane to you? Because it's insane to me. It's insane to me. I love Um, them all. You know, if you have a tattoo and you regret it, I want to know about it. And if it's not someone's name or if it's... Not like an ex or something. Or like someone that you now hate. Yeah. Then like, I want to, you know, I want to know about it because I can understand if you get a tattoo with like someone you used to love or a friend that you used to really care about and the tattoo that you got wasn't really that committal for you. Like it wasn't important for you without the friend. Like that'd be one thing. And I, I could understand that, but like, otherwise I'm just like, I don't know. It's a part of your journey. It's part of your trip. It's a part of your memory. It's part of you. Uh, and that's just kind of how it is. It's a walking, talking piece of art. That's how I feel. I yeah. feel I feel like it's comparable to buying a painting or something. Mm-hmm. But you get to walk around and sometimes you get to see it, sometimes you don't get to see it so much. You might forget yeah. you have it, but you do have it and other people can see it. And it's a story. It's a memory. And it's a it's a story. It's like a thing that mm-hmm. happened that you remember. Um and honestly, some tattoo work is like some of the so best good. artwork I've ever seen. And it's such a yeah. difficult medium Medium. yeah for sure it's not like drawing or painting it's someone's moving breathing sweating flesh and it's awesome yeah so i totally agree i'd say get it i would also say take good care of your tattoos Uh, yeah don't be like us and just let it do whatever it wants to progressively the more tattoos i get the like worse care i take of them but definitely like i just smother them in a and d ointment and then people are like ah just like let it dry out a little bit i'm just like nah well, and I'll, I'll, whatever your tattoo artist, you know, whatever their thing is, Listen it works. Listen to them, you yeah. know, don't be like me and be like, well, I'm going to play Andy Wayman on it constantly, no matter what you say. Well, they all say different things. Too. I know. People have so their own opinions. Listen to your tattoo yeah. artist. They know what's going on, especially if they have like their bodies covered, yeah. which most of them do. They're because also that's the name of the game. But. I think they're also telling you what has worked for their clients in the past. Because, like, they want a good healed photo as well as, like, (laughs) you know, like, it's one thing to take a good tattoo picture right after you tattoo it. But to take one, like, five years later, like, not a lot of tattoos look good five years later. That's the truth. I think that a lot of people, like, 
especially if like your artist is like i'm an artist and this is what i do like they're gonna tell you the best method for you to preserve their art like whatever's been working for them like because you are their canver yeah you know what i mean trust your artist take care of your shit Uh, also go get a tattoo if you want one do you like just even if it's something small they're awesome and and ointment is super cheap and it is you know it's good anyway just to have yeah for tattoos cuts scrapes and and also just anything yeah it does not smell great but it it is um don't do vaseline do and ointment yeah well and again, just listen to your artist, I think. I don't think any artist is going to say Vaseline, but... Yeah, but I also don't think many are going to say A&D ointment, probably. I've never heard it from an artist. You have, I I've think. only ever heard A&D ointment from artists. Yeah. A&D ointment or That's like, what I'm talking about, though. They all say they all got their own thing, so whatever well, yeah. works for them, I've do their thing. I've heard people say, like, let it dry out and scab, and I'm over here like... Yeah. I've heard... Any lotion, as long as it's not scented. I've heard specifically Lubiderm. I've heard A&D from you. Whatever they say, do what they say. Take care of your shit. Reddit says A&D ointment. No Vaseline. Yeah, they don't know everything. Yeah, but it is an echo chamber for the people who have the same exact... Let's end this episode. Yes. Uh, Much love to everyone who listened this far. Um... Hopefully this has been like, if you don't have tattoos or even if you do have like one or two, hopefully this has been like somewhat insightful. Or maybe you just enjoyed hanging out with us yeah, because yeah. it is date night for us. And it is. we both sat here and enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So We both obviously, I think, love tat- tattoos yeah. and like want to get more and stuff. So like, And his body is way more filled up with tattoos than mine but i I think that we both me too yeah i just i'm way more impulsive about it than you and therefore i'm like i only really get tattoos if it's like easily gotten yeah i mean i'll get a flash tat or whatever but that's my kind of not my norm yeah yeah anyway all my tattoos are flash tattoos basically so (laughs) much love to everyone for listening for hanging out hopefully this was entertaining or you learned something or you had a good time, whatever. Let's just say thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks uh, for being here. You can find us on Instagram, even though I haven't well, posted on there yet. Just you can find don't you. correct me. No. I'm going to tell it. <laughs> well, I don't know about the it. The Reinhardt's blog, Instagram. And then my Instagram is ash.catch.om. Um, can you pronounce that for us? Ash catch um <laughs> yeah um yeah anyway it doesn't matter it matters to me but it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme so feel free to give us a follow and yeah. then I will update with new podcast episodes um and they are coming out basically every Wednesday yeah. slash Thursday at this point depending yeah i'll touch on that yeah i got some stuff to plug i guess oh well then plug away we are if you're watching this video we're on stitcher we are on uh amazon music we're on apple Podcasts, spotify and we're on spotify and those so those are all the just listening platforms we're on we're on youtube if you're just listening to this and you're like uh this is lame. I want to see what they look like or something. <laughs> I want to see what their annoying dog looks like. You probably can't see her. Hazel, but, come here. Jump up. up. Um, she's like, no, let me outside. We're on YouTube. If you want to watch, it's Conversations with the Reinhardts. Um, 
there's only two episodes on YouTube. We're thinking about adding a bonus first episode because we tried and this a little Spotify, while ago. So um, slash the rest yeah, of them, right? It's the yeah, so it's, it's, on the listen us, it's on the listening. It's on the listening side. You'll sides. see our um, yeah. reasoning for why we're yeah. both vegan. Yeah, so we've got two episodes, and one is yoga and spirituality, and mm-hmm. one is our journey with veganism, which I think is probably, I don't know, it seems like people enjoy that one, at least if they're interested. Yeah, in and if you're interested in spirituality and process, yoga, you can hear me um, then we got tear up a little bit. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so those are those are like the listening, mm-hmm. watching sites. Um, also she touched on we're we're so we're releasing an episode weekly right now and right now like she said it's kind of like wednesday thursday um i would like to get it to where i can do it every monday on time it's a it's a learning process so i'm not quite there like this we're recording every friday unless there's something really wild happening that we can't do it for the entire weekend um and that's just kind of how it is so you know you'll grow with us you will grow with us yeah 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 no we're we're trying to figure it out we're trying to get better every time putting out our best work this past week we recorded three episodes uh just to make sure that one was Uh, yeah good that we enjoyed yeah or as much as we could like i said this past week for me at least has been really hard and this is friday and we recorded that episode on Wednesday night, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Late on accident. Ah, uh, yeah. We were just kind of neither here nor there. Point. <laughs> point being, I'm trying to get like a regular schedule going, and it will become regular. Have some patience. For now, grace, it's guess, Wednesday, Thursday. Sometime in between there. Also, also let us. And know if you have any you questions, like comments, like. concerns, um. Or yeah, yeah. ideas for Leave future episodes because we'd love to hear that. Yeah, uh, you can leave a comment. You can on also YouTube DM me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Let us know if you want, uh, and yeah. we will read and we'll listen and we'll we try will and take, take it, it into, into account because so. there's at this point no one is really messaging us about this podcast other than just we're listening. Yeah. So and le- I mean. Unless you say something insane, like, I want to turn your skin into a lampshade. and like we Probably, probably won't read it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it will I us. will go into a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, yeah. thanks for listening. Yeah. Hope you have Love fun. you guys. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>